Okay, let's get into Parshas Vo'eschan on Tavshin Ayin Tess. And again, this uh, scheduling note, uh, this will be the last year uh, here from uh, from Chutzlaretz, from camp. And the next week, there won't be a shear up, Parshas Ekev. Uh, feel free to listen. There are seven, eight years' worth of shiurim online. Uh, Parshas Ekev. And Beth Hashem will pick up with Parshas Re'ei uh, back from Beit Shemesh in, uh, in a couple of weeks. So uh, this is Vo'eschan. And again, Ekev, no shear. And then we will get back to a regular schedule, Beth Hashem, on Wednesday nights from Nofea Shemesh in... Um, Another uh, two weeks or so. So, Vo'eschana, we start off with the beginning. Again, it's a chock-full parsha, a parsha that has Moshe Rabbeinu, again, continuing his last uh, speech that he starts on Rosh Chodesh Shvat last week, and it continues all the way until Zion Adar. Moshe Rabbeinu giving a lot of general psukim of uh, chizuk, shmal achukim el mishpatim, listen to all the chukim and the mishpatim. We get, of course, to, Eretz, uh, to uh, Aseris Hadibros, and we have the laning that we laned on on uh, Tishabav, and after the Aseris Hadibros, we have the first parsha of Kriyashma, and Vazchana is jam-packed in terms of its... its um, Mitzvos, it's uh, history. We have the some of the questions of the Dalit Banim. We have the question of the Chacham, Mohaidus Vachukim. Again, that's Voschana. But at the beginning of the parsha, we have Moshe Rabbeinu retelling that he davened and begged to go into Eretz Yisrael. I davened and I said, you have shown, you have begun, uh, begun to show your servant, the beginning of the defeat, right? They defeated the nations and the kings on the east side of the Jordan. So you started already. So Ebrana, let me pass through the Eres Aretzatova, Shabbat Yardain. Let me pass through the good land, the great land. Hashem calls it Tova. Asher Be'ever Hayardain. Haharatova Zeva Halavanon. This mountain, Haharatov, as Rashi says, that's referring to Yerushalayim. Vahalavanon, that's referring to the Beis Hamikdash. That's Malbin Ar Averos. But Vayisabar Hashem But it was for naught. And Moshe Rabbeinu's request was denied. Veloshama Eli, he did not listen to me. Vayomer Hashem Eli, Hashem said to me, Ravlach Al Tosef Daber Eli Ovadavar It's enough. Don't ask me again. Ali Rosh I'll show it to you. You're not going in, but Ale Rosha Biska, Visoi Necha, Yama Vitsafona Vesimono Mizracha, look in all the directions, Ureve Necha, Kilosavra Sayardenaze. Again, we shouldn't look at it as this as a tease. But Moshe Rabbeinu would have wanted to at least see it. So Hashem brings him up and says you could see it, and maybe Al Derak Naisi saw the entire land. Yama Vitsafona Vitimano Mizracha. He saw everything. Because Hashem says this is the closest that one is getting. Imagine Moshe Rabbeinu on a tall mountain looking. It's within his reach, within his grasp. He even sees it. The pain and the emotion. But he'd rather have that than to have nothing. Fine. Ramosha deals with, in the Drash Moshe, you know, what exactly this desire of Moshe Rabbeinu wanting to go in. So we know the Gemara in Masech Sota, he starts off with, the Gemara doesn't quote the whole thing, I'll quote it. Gemara at the end of the first parak in Sota, Daf Yudalid where uh, Moshe Rabbeinu uh, describes his request. Why do you want to go in so badly? What, to, to eat from the fruits or to be satiated from its goodness? There are many mitzvahs that B'nai Yisrael were commanded. I brought them. I was the one. Torah Moshe. Moshe Kibbal Torah Misinai. They miskaminal Eretz Yisrael. A lot of mitzvahs could only be done in Eretz Yisrael. Ekanes Anila Aretz. 
Kadeshi Yiskaimu Kulan Al Yadi. I'm gonna go in to fulfill all of them. She Yiskaimu Kulan Al Yadi. Interesting Lasha. It doesn't even say that I will do it. That they will be done by me. As if there's the Chefsa Shal Mitzvah that is the focus. Hashem says, don't worry, I'll give you the schar as if you did it. Moshe says, I don't want that. That's not enough. But you read the Gemara, you get the impression that it's all about the mitzvos. Moshe Rabbeinu wants to go into Eretz Yisrael because of the mitzvos. But says Rav Moshe in source number one, if you look at Midrashim, you don't get that sense. The Midrashim uh, discuss that Moshe Rabbeinu, on the last day of his life, Hashem says, you know, it's time. Moshe says, let me even just be a bird. Let me be a bird to fly over Eretz Yisrael. A bird is not doing any mitzvos. A bird is not mechuyiv in mitzvos. So what is that about? So that's a different impression. It's not about a land full of mitzvos, which is true. But that's not the only reason why Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to go in. Line 7, Alma, to etzem lios, b'makam hakdusha, hidavar gadol. Just being in a holy place. That itself is something great. Since Hashem sanctified this place, I have to try to be there. Because the Kodesh Baruch Hu told me that this is a place that's Makudash. No extra mitzvos. Right? A bird. And yet, you see a bird flying in Eretz Yisrael, that bird has a schus. You see an animal in Eretz Yisrael, that animal has a schus. It's in a holy spot. Upashut. Shegama mitzvah hi b'shvil zeladur b'makam kedusha. Also, to live in a Makam Kadosh, even if one would not have the chance to fulfill any more mitzvos. And therefore, Ramosha says, There's even a greater mitzvah in Yerushalayim. To be in Eretz Yisrael is one level of a mitzvah. To be in Yerushalayim is greater. Why? Bismana said there are no extra mitzvahs that we do in Yerushalayim. Only the mitzvahs they have to eat, kache kache, maiser sheni, when there's a wall, shakaladam kishiyeshlam chuyavlavo, but nowadays there isn't any of that, and let's say somebody's going to Yushalayim, even not to eat kache or maiser sheni, still, nimsa she'etzem adira enomevi yeser mitzvos, and yet, rak mitzvah kedusha hiya mitzvah. Says Ramosha, we should yearn to be in kedusha, just like we yearn to be in kedusha in zman, in time, Shabbos, and we need to yearn to be um, in Kedusha in person. We try to be Makadish ourselves. We need to yearn to be in Kedusha in place. Upashut, said Ramosha, continues that there is an idea that is reflected and the basis, basically, and the given of what he just said. This is something very crucial for our Avodah Hashem. Sha'af bidvarim gashmiim. Even in physical items, not dafka connected to a mitzvah. Obviously, a lulav and shofar and sits is all the tashmishe mitzvah. But even Dram gashmiim, shayach leskadish imhu ratzon Hashem isbarach. Hashem's ratzon could be that a certain spot is kadosh, separate from the chiyah mitzvah. It's ratzon Hashem. V'lo yomer ha'adam sharak b'inyanim ruchaniim shayach kadusha v'gavlas. Only in ruchnius items is there full kadusha. Shezeh efshar lahavila ta'ush. Shirtu leskarev b'inyanim ruach. Avadram sh'asra Torah. Right, sometimes if I'm doing a religious obligation or religious activity, that's where religion and 
connection to Hakadosh Baruch Hu could take place, and that's where kedusha is, like sacrifices. Sacrifices is a religious uh, action, but says Rav Moshe, that's what you find throughout Tanakh in Sefer Malachim. Even the kings that got rid of a lot of other averos, they couldn't get rid of Bamas. They couldn't get rid of Bamos. Often it says, but he couldn't get rid of the Bamos. Why? It's like shrut echutz. Why? The chazina says Rav Moshe. Shatayvel azeh haisa od yoser meatayvel agashmiim shekol achatoyim biaru malachim azadigim. Except for this one. Because Adam misavil kedusha, and therefore we have this natural taiva desire for kedusha. But we have to realize, you know, sometimes in the world of religious activities, did a commanded, it's usher. And the opposite, if it's not in the world of religious activities, but if a kaddish baruch Hu expressed a rutzon, that itself could create kedusha. Avakivan shero and shegandaram gashmi yimshay kedusha beloshim davar kedusha zeretz yisrael. Rowin Sherak Ratan Hashem Yisbarachu Osa Kedusha. Ukenegad Ritzona Hu Tuma Bein Begashmi and Bein Beruchaniyim. Again, other Achronim, uh, you know, have different formulations. That even Eretz Yisrael, you know, you might say even Eretz Yisrael, it's based on the mitzvos that are there. Even if I cannot perform the mitzvos, but still, the mitzvos are what gives it Kedusha, even in, in a context we're not performing. Yushalayim. What makes Yushalayim Kadosh? Kadosh Baruch created the world. From this spot, but yes, there are mitzvahs that are related to Yerushalayim, but um, that itself creates a kedusha that is even separate from the mitzvahs. So says Ramosha, to be in the place of kedusha is something very special and unique that we have to strive and yearn for, uh, even if we're not fulfilling the mitzvahs. And that's why Moshe Rabbeinu, even to be a bird, to be in the makom kadosh, one might extend this. To be in the Makomas Hakadoshim in the world, obviously Eretz Yisrael and Yerushalayim are the most intense. But any base medrash, any base knesses, the Gemara says, I see them that they're going to be uplifted. But to be in the Makom Kadosh, David Melech says, wherever I go, I, my feet end up taking me to the base medrash because he had a magnet. He had a magnet. Okay, moving right along, another thought on this pasuk. Abra very long, verbose request. Just I want to go in, Abra just say, I want to go in. Why all these words? You know, why are all of these mentioned? Ask the Nachla Svi. Misholem Gross. Rabim Tamuhu. Lama Kalarichas Aloshan. Havilah the Mirror of Eres Aretz. I want to go into Eretz Yisrael. Why do you have to say the place that's Abraham Yardin on the other side? Vigamen also. Lama Maskir Halavanon. Right, we mentioned Rashi quotes what's Levanon, the base of Migdash. Why is Moshe Rabbeinu mentioning the Beis Hamikdash? He wants to go into Eretz Yisrael. Why Dafka the Beis Hamikdash? What does that have to do with just going in? Asher Amru Chazal Beis Hamikdash. V'lama Kori Lo Kan Shem Halavanon. Why? Why is it called Levanon? Why? Is, well, we'll see soon. But why does he mention the Beis Hamikdash? And finally, right, we have the quotes the Gemara in Masechah Sota. Harbe Mitzvos Yishluim Ba'aretz Hakadosh Kedushat Tiskaymen Al Yadi. V'alzeh Kasha he says on line six. Hare Eretz Sichon Ba'og V'chol Nachlas Begad B'Rei Ruvim Nachadishim Menashe LeEretz Yisrael Techashev. Right, regarding a lot of the mitzvos, you could do them in even in Eretz in Avraham A lot of the mitzvos apply there. So what is Moshe Rabbeinu complaining about? You could do a lot of the mitzvahs even on the east side. If it's just about those mitzvahs, then he could have done it elsewhere. So why so verbose? Why mention why mention the base of Migdash? And why couldn't he just do some of the mitzvahs in uh Aver Hayarde? 
V'yadua. Masha Amru Chazal. Yes, there are many reasons given why Moshe Rabbeinu couldn't go into Eretz Yisrael, write the story in Parshas Chukas, hitting the rod, getting angry, whatever it is. But after all the dust settles, it's still very, very difficult that because Moshe Rabbeinu, whatever he did, that's enough to lose this chus. So many svar, many sources say that there's something beneath the surface. Yes, these are on the surface, but there's something beneath the surface, and so to speak, Moshe Rabbeinu had to be Moser his nefesh, not to go into Eretz Yisrael for the good of Am Yisrael. So, V'yaduah Masham Ruchazal, L'chein lo nichnas Moshe la'aretz, Shetzafah HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Shasidin Yisrael lachto, We will sin, we will not be perfect, we will be, um, you know, uh, on the level that we deserve to be punished. Ukedeh, and what would happen? What would happen if we deserve to be punished, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu needs to punish us? So what does Chazal say? Chazal say, based on the Pasuk in Eicha, Kila Hamas al Avanim, took a mashkon. Hashem, instead of punishing the ones who were really deserving of punishment, meaning us, he burned down the base of Megdash. He destroyed the rocks and the stones and the wood which did not deserve punishment. What did they do wrong? It was us. Kosh took a mashkon. Ukedeh, but says the Nachasvi, quoting other earlier sources, if Moshe Rabbeinu had built the base of Megdash, it wouldn't have been possible. So that he wouldn't have to destroy us and put, uh, pour out his wrath on the Jews. He took a mashkon, the two bate mikdash. But if Moshe Rabbeinu would, the greatest leader, would have built the base of mikdash, it would never have been able to be destroyed. If you couldn't destroy it, then there's no mashkon for Hashem to take. He would have had to destroy us. Baruch had to make it behind the scenes. That Moshe wouldn't go in. It's all behind the scenes again. But again, it seems like the punishment is so much more than the crime. And yet, says the Nachlasvi, Beishem, many earlier sources, there was, there were some behind the scenes. Some behind the scenes. Just parenthetically, read the Meshachachma in Parshas, uh, Shlach or Pinchas. And I think it's Shlach. I think it's Shlach. He says, part of the reason that Moshe Rabbeinu couldn't go into Eretz Yisrael was because they might have deified him. Right? They didn't know. The people going to Eretz Yisrael didn't uh, know Moshe Rabbeinu as a young child. They all had died. They all know Moshe Rabbeinu after age 80. And he was Moshe Rabbeinu. He was the man. He was Kriyas Yamsuf. He was, he, was, he was everything. If he would have gone to Eretz Yisrael and finished the job, they would have thought it's all him. Right? And that's what, Moshe, that's what Kalev in Parsha Shlach says. Vayas Kalev. El Moshe. Don't say it's Moshe. It's from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's also another... Uh, behind the scenes, why Moshe Rabbeinu had to die before uh, before going in. But here, back to our issue. Amnam, Moshe Rabbeinu, line 17, Yada Kozos. Maybe Moshe Rabbeinu understood all of this. But he said, I have another way. Right, I can't go in because the base of English will be permanent, but I could figure out Vachasha Ba'atzmo, to Kemoshis Palale and Bakaleshachatu. Just like he, in the past, Daven for them when they sinned. Can you spell He'll daven in the future too. Let me go in. I'll take care of it. That they never get to that stage of needing destruction. And even if they sinned, the base of Migdash could be Machaper. So, 
Lo yavo chas v'sham, Hashem will never reach that stage. So Moshe Rabbeinu davens, and he says, let me see, Ebrana. And he mentions Levon, and he mentions the Beis Hamikdash. that's Malbin, the Chatoim of Am Yisrael, because that's part of his plan. Hashem, you said, I can't go in? Beis Hamikdash will help me out. Shemal ben Avodos Yenshel Yisrael. And now he explains the Pesukim. Ebrana v'eres ha'ares v'im tomar. And if you say, v'chilecho mipiryani tzarech, ha'akol kamagamasi l'kai mitzvah z'atulis ba'aretz. And those mitzvahs I can even do in Sichon and Og, answering that other question. No. It's Yushalayim. It's the Beis HaMikdash. And yes, HaKadosh Baruch Hu has the plan, but I'll take care of it. I'll take care of it. We won't need it. That's all these requests. Obviously HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, you know, nothing doing. Shem says, it's not going to work out, even though you have this plan, but it's not going to, it's not going to fit. Okay. Moving right along, Perak Dalad. Vatay Yisrael towards the beginning of the parsha. Shamala chukim ala mishpatim, asher anochim ala bideschem lasos. Listen to the chukim and the mishpatim. Laman tichyun uvasem berishem esaret, so that you live. And then we have pasuk base. Lo tosifu ala davar asher anochim mitzaveschem v'lotigru bimenu. Bal tosif and bal tigra. Right, mitzvahs that appear uh, here in Parshas Vayeschanon for the first time in the Torah. Don't add on to anything and don't take away anything. Baltosef and Baltigra. Rashi. What's Baltosef? What's Baltigra? Famous machlokas between Rashi and the Ramban. Rashi, Lotosivu Kagon. Quoting Chazal. Chamesh Parshios Betfilin. Chameshas Minim Belulav. Vechamesh Sitzios. Vechelos Sigru. Adding on within the mitzvah. An extra Parsha. A, another string, a less string, an extra min. That's Shita's Rashi. The Ramban, as is known, says that's not only Baltosif. There's another Baltosif, not adding on within the mitzvah, but adding on to the mitzvos. Adding on to the mitzvos. The Ramban's Lashen, I didn't give it to you, but it's quoted there in source number three. On line 13, You make up a new mitzvah. Yeravim Menevat made a new Yantif, made a new Yantif in Cheshvan, the 15th of Cheshvan. He made a Yantif. So that's also Baltosif. So it's not just, uh, within, but it's also creating something new. Yesh Me'ayin. Yesh Me'ayin in terms of the creation of a, of a mitzvah. So that's the Machlosi Rashi and the Rabban that we have quoted in the, in the past. Uh, here in the Kedushas Pshuto Shalmikra, the Sefer of Rav Kuperman that focuses on Pshuto Shalmikra, again, where he emphasizes in a number of the articles, the Ramban, the Ramban that picks up on the Gemara in Mesechus Yavamas, I think it's Tavchav Dalit or so, where the Gemara says, Ein HaMikra Yosem Yedei Pshuto. The Gemara does not say, says the Ramban in the Shrashim, Ein HaMikra Ela Pshuto. The Pazik does not say, the Gemara does not say that it's only Pshat. Ein HaMikra Yosem Yedei Pshuto. That means there's a message. There's a message that we learn from the Pshat, uh, even if we might not interpret like the Pshat. And the Ramban gives many examples of that. Um, and there are many uh, additional levels of interpretation, as we know. Good. So let's keep that in, um, let's keep that in mind uh, as we get into the following thought in Rav Kuberman's Sefer of Kedusha Pshudah Shal Mikra, and we'll see how we connect it to Yeravah. So we have the Machlokas in Rashi and the Ramban. Hare says the Kedusha Pshudah Shal Mikra. There are two places where Baltosev appears. Baltosev appears here, beginning of Perak Dalid, and also appears later on in Perak Yud Gimel and Parshas Re'eh. One of the few mitzvahs, if not the only mitzvah, that does not appear at all before Sefer Dvarim, and appears twice here in Sefer Dvarim. 
Mikubal um, says the um, says of Kurban. Let's go back to the beginning for a second. Mikubal liacheisos lakach shasifri haosik pechelik ahelchati shalachumish rachmatchil achreaktama rucham same as the grass parakyu base. Why do most of the mafarshim that quote baltosa baltigra as mitzvos as averos they, they quote the second one in re'ei because the first twelve prakim are really a pep talk that Moshe Rabbeinu was giving uh, and not specifically related to mitzvos and halacha. Even the aseres hadibros that are mentioned in the earlier prakim before parakyu. Right, there are no mitzvahs that are there. The only mitzvah that, that's new is losis aveh. That's just an, an add-on uh, application of it. But otherwise, uh, there is no, there is uh, there is none. Says the kedushas to the mikra. Let's go to sixteen after he quoted the machlokas Rashi and the Ramban. Hare lefanenu meisher chadash beisher baltosif. The Ramban is really a, a new idea, not based in Chazal. Lo ha'usafa b'gufa mitzvah levada asura, ela tosefes mitzvah ala mitzvah shenidu l'moshu b'sinai. Nechshevesav av hiil ha'averi al-baltosef. Adding on a mitzvah is also baltosef. That's the Ramban. Says the Rav Kuberman. But one second, isn't it a kavachomer? Amnam, he doesn't say it as a kavachomer. But wouldn't it be a kavachomer? Amnam l'chore tamua davar. V'chilo kavachomer hu... I am over Malbaltosif. If you just add on a little bit of a mitzvah, that's a problem. If you add on an entire mitzvah, that wouldn't be a problem. Of course it's a problem. Hashem never even thought about this. What do you say? Like the Gemara says in the beginning of Zvachim, Davgimel, when it's part of it, it's worse. Says the, the Rav Kuvino, it sounds like Kavach Omer. Kashaminyan Tariq Nishar Shalem, if you keep the mitzvah 613, you add on a detail, that's a problem. Klum lo navra ala paltosef kashar meizim, lahosef mitzvah chadasha lagamri, a totally new mitzvah. And yet, and yet, the Ramban doesn't say it's a Kavach Omer. The Ramban says, ulafi daiti. That's how he starts off. In my knowledge, in my opinion, which is the same Ramb, like the Rambam's year Eli, is the Rambam's Lafidaiti, meaning, Eilo Makar Barur Bechazal. Right? There is no Makar Barur. Hine, so he says that the, um, the Rav Kuberin says, there is a Medrash. There is a Medrash, maybe the Rambam didn't have it. The Medrash Lakatov in the Psikta. Lo Tosifu al Hadavar, Velo Tigru. Ma Goreya Shemachalel Mitzvah, Av Mosif, it quotes Yeravam, the Ramban's example. It quotes that in the Medrash as a, an example of Baal, of Baal Tosef. But now he says, let's go a little deeper into what Yeravam did. Into what Yeravam did to get an understanding, appreciation of the example of Yeravam and understanding that we know Yeravam was a Tamil Chacham. Right, remember the Gemara in Sanhedrin where Kadesh Baruch Hu says to Yeravam, you know what, you want to take a walk with me in Gan Eden? Me, you, and David HaMelech. Me, you, and Ben Yishai. And what does Yeravam answer? We have to get a private walk with Kadesh Baruch Hu and David HaMelech. Yeravam says, Mi Varosh. Who's going first? David, not interested. Not interested. Even though the Bali Musa point out that it wasn't supposed to be that way. Hashem says, you want to take a walk with me, you, and Ben Yishai. But because he asked and he showed that arrogance, Hashem flipped it. Hashem flipped it. But, either way, says the Kshutas Pshutoshel Mikra, as follows, where did Yeravim get this idea from of having a new holiday in the month of Cheshvan? Exactly one month after Sukkot, right? What did the Pesukim say in Malachim Aleph? Vayas Yeravim Chag B'chodesh Hashmini B'chamisha Asar Yom L'chodesh The eighth month, Cheshvan, on the fifteenth day of the month. Asa. 
and Vayala Mizbeach Asher Beit El Bachodesh Asher Badim Ilibo in this in this uh, uh, month that he created. The Radak there quotes two different days in Malachim Aleph whether this was supposed to be a uh, yuntif that people came to instead of Sukkis. Or in addition to Sukkot, after they went to the base of Mikdash, then a month later, by the time they got home, they could come and be Alila Regal to, in quotes, Alila Regal to the Mikdash of of, uh, of Yeravim. So he quotes two days there. But either way, says the Kedusha turning the page, quoting from the Sefer Ol Yoshua, one of the Gaone Lita, one of the Gaone Lita. Maybe there's a svaro how Yeravim did that. It was Baltosif, but it was Baltosif with a drasha. And he was a Tamil Chacham. So it was Badami Libo, but it was based on Drush's Chazal, using the tools that Chazal have. In other words, he says, if you look at the Psukim in the Torah, we have two times that the Torah tells us to celebrate Sukkis with the date given. With the date given. Parshas Emar and Parshas Pinchas. Parshas Emar we have on line 8. On the 15th of the 7th month, when you gather Chag Asif, and also Pinchas, right? Emar, Pinchas, and Re'eh are the three Parshios HaMoadim. Ubechamisha is a Yom HaKodesh, Azeh, Mega Kodesh, 15th of the 7th month. Twice you have that. But Ubechamisha Mekomo says the Oal Yoshua in five places in the Torah, it says to have Sukkis, Bizman HaAsif, without giving a date. Tzivsa Alava Torah Belik Fiyasman Bachodesh, Raktilsa Oso Bizman HaAsifa, Shalatvua. Look in Shmos Chav Gimel, Look in Bas Bachas Masecha Chagasit Tukufas Hashana Bas Bachemis Fuas Aris. He quotes all the Pesukim and also in Re'ei. So five times it says in the Torah, celebrate Sukkis and Chagasif. Twice it says on the fifteenth. Says Rav Heller. Says the Ol Yoshua V'Savar Yeravam V'Darash She'Iker Kfias Chagas Sukkis U'Bezman Asifas Atvuos. The Iker time of Sukkis is Chagasif at the time that you gather. What if your gathering is a month later? Then have Sukkis then. It's a flexible Chag. Just like Shavuos is a flexible Chag, so to speak. If the Chag Asifa is delayed, so do the Yantav will be delayed. I, two times it says, the 15th of the 7th month, most of the time that's what it is. In the days of Yeravam, where it didn't rain and it was late, right? Because after all, they fulfilled what it says in Shema, not listening to Hashem, and it was very late. So he made a drasha. He made a drasha to make the Chag on the 15th of the 8th month, 7th month, that's only most of the time, but he made it one month later, and even quotes Rashi, Darash Lahem Hu Chodesh HaAsif, Ubo Raui HaChag Lihios. What does that mean? And there's five psukim against two psukim, so the five would win. M. Cain explains Rav Cooperman, line 32. He wasn't a reformed rabbi, let's forget the Torah. Right? He was a high Islamdan. We're not going to change the Torah. Right? We're going to darshan. The goal was to get people away from Beis HaMikdash, get people away from Alchus Beis Davin. But what was the tool and the mechanism? It was Drashus Chazal. Al Yedei Beis HaMedrash, Shabshut, Shomikra. He was using the Pshat 
The Pshat of the Psukim, Harei, Achrei, Rav Mahatos, five times. It doesn't say that. And hundreds of years he quotes before the Tzukim and the Baitusin, Salal Halamdan, Yeravam, Es Haderach Lahavkin, Charediot, Ludvar Hashem. Kashaposkim Allah, Halibab Shutosho Mikra. The problem is that, you know, he didn't, uh, he didn't, uh, do it with proper and pure intentions. But Yeravim was based on the Pshutel Shalmikra, possibly, and that's how we come to the Baltosif example of Yeravim that's quoted by the, by the Ramban. There are, he quotes at the end the Gra, I think we might have quoted this in the past, the Gra in, uh, now turning over to page number five, in the Deris Elio, that maybe the two types of Baltosifs mentioned in Re'eh and mentioned in Vo'eschanan, they connect to the Rashi and the Ramban. If it's something new or if it's something uh, adding on to the mitzvah itself. And even based on the context, if you look in, on, in the Parshas Re'eh, it's Eskol Adavar, do everything Tishmul Asof Lotosif. Sounds like you have the mitzvahs and don't add on Losif Al Gufa the mitzvah. Kugbo alula vitzitzes lo yifchos within the mitzvos, says the Gra. That's what that's referring to in the details of the mitzvah. But Baschan and our parsha lo tosivo ladavar. It's right. We, we're talking about tariyag mitzvos. That's what we're talking about. Shmalach ukivel mishpatim. So that's where the Ramban is alluded to uh, in the pshuto shel mikra. Okay. Good. I thought that we've mentioned in the past, once we're on Baltosev, let's continue. If you look in the Psukim in Perakdal at Pasik Bays, right, Lotosifu, Aladavar Sheranochi Mitzav Eschem, Velosigru Mimenu, don't add on to the mitzvahs, don't take away from the mitzvahs, Lishmar et Mitzvah Hashem Alokechem, Asheranochi Mitzav Eschem. And right after that, right after Baltosif and Baltigra, what does the Torah go right into at Pasik Gimel? You saw what I did to Baal Pa'or, to those idol worshippers. Whoever followed Baal Pa'or, Hashem destroyed it and them from amongst you. So the question that many Achronim deal with is, what is the connection between Baal Pa'or and Baal Tosef? We mentioned a number of years ago a beautiful thought from Rav Chaim Shmulevitz in the Sichas Musar, that Baal Pa'or is about no rules. Baal Pa'or is about do whatever you want to do, right? You don't get any act of Hefker more than, you know, relieving oneself in public. You know, the lowliest, even the, the, the lowliest of civilizations, you know, even if they're not sneeze in how they dress, they, they would go to the bathroom in private, right? Going to the bathroom in public is, is the worst, is the lowliest. No, no rules and, and no, no, you don't have to listen to anything. Exactly the opposite of Baltosif and Baltegra. Right? Palpaor, do whatever you want. Baltosif, this is exactly what Kodesh Baruch said. Don't add on. Don't take away. That's what this developed in the Sichas uh, Musser that we saw a number of years ago. But Rabbi Yaakov Kabanetsky has another idea here in source number six. Source number six. Again, the Hemshech, the connection between Baltosif, Baltigra, and Balpaor. Mehemshech hapsukim nire. Shekeilu yesh eza shaychus. Seems to be a connection between the psukim. And there are a number of mafarshim pick up on pick up on this. And the Rabbi Yaakov just adds, we find the juxtaposition again in Sefer Yehoshua towards the end of Sefer Yehoshua. Kishashalchu Ashvatim as Pinchas v'esnesia Yisrael. Last year is B'nei Gad B'nei Ruven. Remember at the end of Pinchas, the end of Sefer Yehoshua, they finally send Ruven God back. 
to go back to their families. It's been 14 years and they build a Mizbeach and they thought maybe they're, they're uh, going away, a civil war. So they send, what are you doing? They send back. And what is the warning that Yeshua sends? You're building a Mizbeach. Again, quoting Paor. What does Paor have to do with this? They're building a Mizbeach. What, what is Paor? This chait is somehow used to build another Mizbeach. What does that have to do with Baal Paor? Rabbi Yaakov has another idea. They thought, they imagined, right, we know, we are Rachmanim, Baishanim, Vigomle Chasadim. We have a certain level of, of inner I don't know if I would call it humility, but inner um, recognition that not everything is supposed to be, um, you know, in public. The opposite of azus panim, the opposite of brazenness, a little quiet, a little uh, holding ourselves back. Busha tivi, certain type of of a feeling that we don't have to always be azus, always be gruff and and uh, outward. And they felt that this limitation in their feelings, this reticence, is a little bit uh, holding them back in terms of their life. Because as we know from Perkyavos, loha baishan lamet. And therefore, I'm not developing properly if I'm a little too quiet and a little too reticent. And therefore, they felt that we have to be mosif, and the way to perfect our personality, religious personalities is by getting rid of the busha. How do you get rid of the busha? Do the most embarrassing thing in public a few times, then there's no more busha. No more busha, right? Uh, right, kiva de hutralo, right, avero, kiva de shanalo, hutralo, hutralo. Right, once you do something once, twice, three times, it becomes, becomes not a problem. If somebody does an avero once, twice, three times, then it's, then it's not a problem anymore. They said, let's be mosef. Let's relieve ourselves. Right, that is an amazing strategy to overcome their natural feelings of busha. Again, busha is not embarrassment as much as it is a certain level of snius that we re- recognize that some things are meant to remain hidden, some things were supposed to be a little quiet. And even if they had kavana to be mevaza the avodazara by doing this, but they were trying to get rid of their busha, and that itself is a problem. And that's the connection between Baal Pa'or and Baal Tosef, right? Don't think that you're going to develop more in life or even in spirituality. In Ruchnius, by getting rid of the Midah Busha, the Midah Busha is critical. We need the Midah Busha in order to develop uh, properly. Okay, now moving later on into the into the Parsha. Right? We have the Parak of um, the Ari Miklat, and then we have the Aseris Hadibros repeated, and then towards the end of Parakei, we have Mi'itain. Hashem, Moshe Rabbeinu says, the name of Hashem, Halavai. Mi'itain. That they would have this heart. Halavai, they should have Yerat Shemayim and the Ratzon to keep all of my mitzvahs all the days. And it'll be good for them. It'll be good for their children. That, that's, that's what I wish. I wish Yerat Shemayim. Says Rav Yosef Chaim Zonenfeld. In source number seven in the Chachmas Chaim. 
B'pasik shalafnei ha'achrot shemigilas kohelas. Let's talk a little bit about Yerat Shemayim. Where Moshe Rabbeinu here says, Halavai, Am Yisrael should always have Yerat Shemayim. We know the second to last Pasik, the penultimate Pasik in Megillas Kohelas, Sof Davar HaKol Nishma. At the end, right, bottom line is as follows. Es Elohim Yerav Es Mitzvosav Shemar, Kizeh Kol HaAdam. Fir Hashem, keep the mitzvos, Kizeh Kol HaAdam. Says the Rav Chaim Yosef Chaim Zonifal as follows. HaKisharon VaYitaron SheYishlachad Alzel Chaveiro. Every talent that a person has that Hashem gave him from his friend, a person is an artist, a person is a great, um, you know, mathematician, a person is a great physicist, a person is a great uh, chef. There's so many things that a person could do well. So those talents, yes, they were developed, and I went to school and I learned about it, but there is some, t- uh, very often, there's a natural natia towards something. Matanat Elokimhu. So any natural natia I have towards something, that's not me. That's HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I have to develop it and try to find why, what my natural natia is and go with it, but there is a certain, you know, raw brains, um, you know, the speed of how one figures something out. Some things, some people just have a higher IQ, and some people um, have a natia towards, um, you know, cooking or anything, whatever, whatever one has. But for me to look at someone else and have a rut zone, Right? Doesn't make any sense. Right? Is Hashem going to be upset at us? Why, can't, why didn't you draw so well? Well, you didn't give me the talent to draw so well. Why can't you uh, play mu- a musical instrument? Some people are musically inclined, and some people are not. Some people are amazing at Zemiris, and some people are tone deaf. So we could try, but we have to know what our limitations are sometimes. Hashem gives. Hashem gives certain talents. And we have to do what we can to try to utilize it to the best of our abilities. As he quotes the famous one-liner from Reb Zusha. In Shemayim, I'm not worried about. I'm not worried that they're not going to ask me why I wasn't. Right? Right? Um, in that, in that time period. I'm not worried that they're going to ask me, why weren't you Rebbe Malach? I'm worried why they didn't ask me. I'm worried that they're going to ask me, why weren't you Reb Zusha? Everything that Reb Zusha could be. As the Gemara says in Subis, according to the camel, put on the load. Right? The stronger the camel, the greater the load. Right? And therefore, that is by everything else in life, says the Chach Mishayim. But then there's Yerat Shamayim. What Moshe Rabbeinu here yearns. Halavai. Why did he say Halavai? Because this is something that everybody can have. It doesn't matter what generation one lives in. We can reach the highest of levels in Yerat Shamayim. This is something that could be for every person. It's not just for the royalty or the nobility. There are other religions that say that certain people, uh, clergy, are the only ones that can connect deeply to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We don't believe in that. We believe every single Jew, every single person, could connect to HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the deepest of ways, just with a little and with a lot 
of Yerat Shemayim. Fakol talui b'ritzono b'chunas ha'bavad. As the Gemara says, in the first parak in Shah, in the first Bezech in Shah, and in the last Bezech in Shah. Hakol b'deit Shemayim, chus mi'ira Shemayim. Everything is out of our control, except Yerat Shemayim. That is what is in, is in our control. And this affects all areas of our life. And we have the proper Yerat Shemayim, right? It affects everything. And he says on top of the next page now, in source number eight, Kavan Nosefes, Besim Shnei Masar Prakim, at the end of Kohelas, after 12 Prakim of being Mahavil, Hachacham, Mikol Adam, as Kol where he talks about physical life and Gashmias, Hevel Avalim, there's so many Avalim in, in life, after going through all of life, so a person could feel, okay, forget it, what am I doing in life? I'm not an angel. A person could just, you know, give up and not want to continue. What am I doing in this world? And that's what he says. After everything in Kohelas, he ends off with, but if you have your Shemayim, it's all good. It's all good if you sanctify. Again, a number of the Bali Musa talk about this, and he mentions it here. You know, Hevel Havalim, so much in the world is nonsense, and it's a zero, and it's a zero, and it's a zero, and it's a zero. But the second there's a one at the beginning of the row of zeros, that turns it into a hundred, a thousand, a million, ten million, a hundred million. It's zeros without Yeret Shamayim, because then it's just physical world, and it's not connecting to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But if it's all in the context with Yeret Shamayim, with Yeret Shamayim, I go to work. And with your Shemayim, I take vacation with the family. And with your Shemayim, I eat and I uh, spend time with, uh, with my uh, neighbors. Whatever it is, then that's perfect. Then it's perfect. And that's what he says. That's the Pasuk in Tehillim. Hashem Yispar. It's our Lashon. He has Bisfar Amim. We have the Pasuk of Bechtov Amim. Hashem counts based on the nations. What does it mean? How do the Umos Olam count? Right? They have zeros. Asirot, Ameyov, Achenala. Afasim. Zero, zero, zero. But if you put something at the beginning of it, Kizekal Ha'adam. That is exactly what's going to get us through life in terms of our um, trying to accomplish and trying to fulfill all of our tremendous potential. Right? Moshe Rabbeinu says, Liira and Kizekal Ha'adam, every single Jew could have this. There's nobody that's held back and we could all do it. We just have to work hard and push. Okay. And then we get to Shema. Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad by Shishi. Of course, we have the two letters that are large, Ayin and Dalit, right? Aid, witness. So Shema Yisrael, V'yahavlan Hashem Elokecha, the mitzvah of Amas Hashem, the mitzvah of Yeres Hashem. Again, there are so many fundamental mitzvahs in these parashios. But the Gemara Darshins, Gemara in Yuma Pevav, Darshins on this Pasik, also one of the most beautiful Chazals uh, in all of the world of Chazal, in um, in one subjective opinion. V'yahavlan Hashem Elokecha, Asei Dvarim Sheyisahiv Shem Shamayim Al Yadcha. Yahavta, love Hashem means do things to make Hashem beloved in the eyes of others. And what does that mean? Act in a way that people say, wow, he's a servant of Hashem. Hashem's amazing. Because look at his servants. His debor is business. He's honest. He's he's nice to work with. He's straight. 
How beautiful are his ways. How great are his, his actions. So, that's the Gemara. Ask the Baruch Sha'amar. Ask the Tosefes Bracha. Right? The Torah Tamima. All same author. Right? Tosefes Bracha. His name is Baruch Halevi Epstein. Right? So, this is Tosefes Bracha. So, V'yitachin. He says here, why did Chazal take the... He spoke about Pshudah Shomikra before. This is not Pshudah Shomikra. V'yahatat Hashem Lakecha means love Hashem. What does that mean? Shiheshaim Shemayim Misahevel Yadcha. Why don't you just say Pashib Shat? So we're going to have two ideas, one from the Tzavis Bracha, and then we'll see another one by the Shem soon. V'yitachain d'ra'u l'faresh kain. Es halashem v'yahavta t'ashem. V'lo kapashos l'shono v'inyano. Tzibu y'lehov t'ashem. Why? Yan ki ha'ava hi b'regesh ha'lev. As we know, could, a, a philosophical question on a number of the mitzvahs. Could Hashem command emotions? Could Hashem command feelings? Hashem could command actions. Do and don't. But feel and don't feel, that's much harder. Much harder to regulate. Much harder to have normative practice what we're, inv- what we're required to do. So, My feeling is my feeling. Says the Tzavis Bracha, maybe that's why Chazal did what they did. They give you a way to do something. You want to know how you love Hashem? Make Hashem beloved. Make, do things that make people feel good about Hashem. And recognize Hashem. Meaning if I act in a way that people are proud of who I am and what I do, and that brings me closer to Hashem, that's Avas Hashem. Because it's hard to command the feeling. So that's why he commands a person to do. I could do that. I could eat properly. I could be honest. I could, uh, you know, be... And the love will be through that way. It's interesting, according to this pshat, Avas Hashem is always achieved through someone else who is causing you to try to have Avas Hashem. Meaning, Reuven is, somebody else sees Reuven and says, wow, Hashem is great. And now that other person has Avas Hashem. So it's our job to cause Avas Hashem in each other. And then we'll get to the level. It says that it could be that that's why there's a mitzvah of Kibud and Mora Avaim. Because those have to do with acting and not acting. But it doesn't have to do with the uh, other elements of, let's say, avas, avaim. It doesn't say anywhere that you have to miss it of love. doesn't have that. Right? Love is a feeling. Covered, kibonav. What do I have to do? Machil, mashke, malbish. And Mora, don't sit in the seat and don't argue and don't cholek uh, and don't be uh, don't be machria. The Karavavadai. and he says that's what uh, is obviously the message of the Gemara in Shabbos Lamadach. Where Hillel tells the Ger, obviously one foot. What does he say? He doesn't say v'yaflorecha kamocha. What does he say? Madalech sunny lechaverech losevid. What you don't want done to you, don't do to others. Why didn't he just quote the Pasik? Why did he just quote it? He was a Gary. He didn't know the Pasik yet. Why didn't he say it in a language they could understand? The answer is to command a, to command a feeling is very difficult. 
And therefore, Chazal always want to ground it in actions. Do or don't. And even more so, what does the Kaddish Baruch Hu want? So again, the Ramban says it's Derek Guzma, but he says that is why, in his opinion, the Chazal in Yuma Pevav do not darshan, directly love Hashem, do things that make Hashem beloved in the eyes of in the eyes of uh, of others, and that's why uh, that is how he understands it. But again, many of the uh, feelings, types of mitzvos, that is how it is understood. That's the whole one whole idea from the Tosefes Bracha uh, relating to Avas Hashem. But there's another idea, fascinating, quoted here by Rabbi Lamb in his Drasha Ladoros, based on a Svasemis, where Rabbi Lamb wonders and he talks about how Sefer Dvarim, as compared to the first four books of the Torah has a quality, every Sefer has a quality, but it has a very unique quality. Rabbi Lamb writes, in the other books of the Torah, the laws are basically direct legal form. Right, factual, this is what is, Moshe Rabbeinu here in Dvarim, it's much more emotional, sentimentality, the history we've been through, the destiny that I hope for, I feel, I'm not going to go in with you, but you're going to be great. It's like very emotional and very, more, obviously, it's Moshe Rabbeinu's words as compared to HaKadosh Baruch Hu's words, right? The Gemara talks about Moshe mi pi atzmo uh, amro in, in Mishnah Torah. But he discusses, as we have been discussing on line 11, the one word most characteristics of the book of Dvarim is Ahava. We are to do more than obey God and follow Him. We must love Him. We must experience His presence with our deepest emotions. Right, a few times it talks about it here. To love Hashem. Yud Aleph Aleph. Yud Yud Beis. A number of them. And the question is though, you know, how does this work? As Rabbi Lamb writes, this very idea that we are commanded to love is the most perplexing notion. Right? The Mepharshim, the Jewish philosophers have been bothered by it. Love is an emotion. A deep emotion. And as such is above, independent of, and detached from volition or will. You could command me to do or give or act or walk, and I can listen. But love or hate, so how does that work? So Rabbi Lamb says, quoting the Sfas Emes, again, different shot than the Tosefis Brachau. That's why Chazal took it to action. The Sfas Emes says, no, it's feelings. It's feelings. So how can HaKadosh Baruch command it? So says the Gera Rebbe, he says the Sfas is amazing. If the fact that Kodesh Baruch Hu commanded it, it must be that it's already there. It must be that it's not an impossibility. The Gerebi maintains that the question itself offers a clue to the answer. Since you can't command love where it does not already exist, and the Torah does command love, the only logical conclusion is that there is ingrained in every Jewish heart a deep and abiding love for God and for Torah. There is an Akuda. There's a Pintalayid. There's an Itzos HaKedusha. Sometimes it's very small. Sometimes it's covered up. And it's not recognized by the person. But it's there. And the mitzvah to love Hashem is the command to each and every one of us to be conscious of it, to develop that Nakuda, to nurture it, and to express it. But the initial Nakuda is always there. And every Jew has it, he writes, whether he knows it or not. And that's exactly what's meant by 
the reflected, but if it's a mitzvah of Avaz Hashem, it must be that we have Avaz Hashem in ourselves. And then he quotes the beautiful Mashal, maybe I mentioned this many years ago, from Michelangelo, the famous sculptor, who was at work, he was building his, uh, his great statue of Moshe, and as he was working, somebody came to him and said, wow, it's amazing to watch a master at work. You, there's a mere slab of stone, and you make a Moshe out of it. And the artist turns to him and says, no, you're mistaken. I see Moshe inside the stone, and I chip away the unnecessary parts so you could clearly see what I see in there even beforehand. So to the Nakuda, when we have Avas Hashem, it's not that, oh, it's something new. It's in us. We just have to uncover it. Every Jew has it already in their heart. We must strive to chip away the hard rock that so frequently encases it. For the love of God, we must we must do it. And he says this is like modern educational theory as well. Again, Rabbi Lamb wrote these rushes uh, in the 60s and in the 50s, but the same modern education uh, theories still exist today. And that is, instead of banging down a child and pushing something into them, rather, they look for his possibilities, for his capacities, for his nakuda. They don't beat it into the child, they pull it out of the child. right? And that is what we... We uh, believe about every Jew, the Avat Hashem is within us. The problem is that we don't recognize it very often. We fail to reckon with the Nakuda. It's only a dot, that bit of love for Torah. But oh, how can it grow, as he says. And he just ends off by saying, and you know what? We have a Nakuda of Avat Hashem. HaKadosh Baruch Hu has a Nakuda of Avat Yisrael. And the more we develop our Nakuda, Kodesh Baruch Hu develops his Nakuda Kaviyachal. No matter how stern God is with us, no matter how strict and demanding he may seem at different times in history, so to speak, he also has the Nakuda of Avas Yisrael. Insofar as we develop the Nakuda of love for Torah within us, so does God develop the Nakuda of love for Israel within him. And therefore, Kodesh Baruch Hu could be Mitzaveh, as the Svasema says, because it's already within us. Okay, let's just end off with one final thought relating to the Haftorah. Of course, Shabbos Nachamu, and we start off, Nachamu, Nachamu, Ami. And many wonder about the double Ashon. Double Ashon of Nachamu, Nachamu. Why the double Ashon? Says, it quoted here in the, the Kochav Miyakov, quoted here in the Mayan Shal Torah. Buram heyoz v'ikert tzaram she'isro b'galos. Mizesh she'omrim ha'goyim. What have goyim, what have nations told us for the past 2,000 years? Especially those that are well-versed in Tanakh. Kodesh Baruch Hu has forgotten you. Hashem has said, you know what? There's a new covenant, right? Certain prakim and Yishayo especially are misread and misunderstood. Avadu there's a new chosen nation. He's not interested in you anymore. Vaharei says the Mayana Shal Torah, you know what the greatest nechama of Kodesh Baruch Hu would be for us? The fact that he still has a relationship with us. That itself is the greatest nechama. We're still in Galas. We don't have a base Mikdash yet. I will be Menachem. And the Dubnamaga gives a mashal. Gives a mashal. There are two men that had to go out far away for a business trip. They left their wives. They left their wives. One of them had to leave. He's going out to find some parnasa. As I just said, that's one of them. Right? He doesn't know how to survive, so he goes. His wife says, please go make a parnasa. The second one is an Ashir Muflag. The second one doesn't have any parnasa issues. But 
he can't live with his wife because there's just no shalom bias. So he says shalom bias, and he leaves. They can't live together. He's she makes his life miserable, so they leave. Fine. All of a sudden, somebody comes to their town where these two women are, and he says, "Oh, I have a letter from your husbands. I was with your, I was with your husbands in the faraway land, and I have a letter from your husbands. But you know what? I just got here. I have all of these suitcases. Let me just get settled, and tomorrow morning, you know, I'll find the letters." Let me just, let me just uh, settle down. I'll get you the letters. So the Ishto of the Ashir, the wife of the rich uh, man, says, you have a letter for me from my husband? Awesome. Okay, and she goes home. Because all she needs to know is that she's still married. All she needs to know, even though the husband's upset, he knows that the husband hasn't divorced her. He knows that the husband, you know, you know, has a guy rid of her. He's still her husband. He's sending her a letter. Okay, great. I don't even have to know what's written in it. Lumazo, the wife of the Ani, has to know what's going on. Lo here, a postman asocher. No, I need a letter. I need a letter. Do we have Parnassah? Do we have parnasa? And the socher asked the woman, "What's the what's the difference between you, the, you and her?" She has plenty of osher. She's just swore that there's no more relationship. If there's no more relationship, she's done. So just the fact that he wrote her a letter, that itself is good enough. Masha'ekain, me, I know I have the relationship. I just need to know: Do we have any money? Kayotze bazer says the Dubna Magid in the Kocham Yaakov. Right, uh, the uh, the Navi says Nachamu. You should be comforted. The fact that Hashem's nachamu, nachamu ami. Right? That itself is already the greatest nachama. Hashem might still be upset at us, right? We don't have a base of Mikdash yet. Right? We still haven't uh, done what we need to do. But, nachamu ami, yomar alakechem. The greatest nachama is when Hashem says nachamu ami. Hashem is baruch sholeach lachem, divrei nachama. He sends the letter. That's what we need to know. Umachris kelokechem hu, zua nachama gdola, beyoser begala. So, we know, we still don't have a base of Mikdash. We've been through another Tishabav. But we daven, we daven for the day that there'll be complete nechama. Hashem won't just promise, but we'll be able, we'll be able to open the letter to see the nechama. The nechama Sion, the binyan Yerushalayim, the Meir of Yamin.